Hey y'all, it's Deagene, and this is the Memorial of a Shy Black Girl, episode 4. Hey y'all, it's Deagene, and I hope all of y'all are doing very, very well. I hope all of you guys are healthy and safe and happy, and it's so good to be back and to be talking to y'all again. Um, I first want to apologize for not being as active as I should be. I'm finally done with finals, and I'm finally done with my first year of college, which is absolutely insane. Um, I don't even know how I got through it, but I did, and I'm very happy that it went well, and that um I'm just done with the first year and I'm excited that it's summertime for me and um yeah so I'm just I'm very excited to be home um I'm home right now so it's very nice to just be with my mom my sister my grandma and my uncles and all that so yeah so I hope all of y'all are doing very well um I'm just so happy and thriving and as summer is approaching it's very exciting um I hope y'all are traveling and having like a ton of fun and i hope all of you have like planned um and travel plans and like planned with your friends or family and just um a fun-filled summer and if you don't have that person or anyone necessarily for the summer um you have me and you have um other supporters of um this diary and um just anytime you feel lonely um just listen on in and um I hope that you can find that comfort and that love and that comfort um, and happiness um, through these spoken word diaries um, so that you don't feel a little, so that you feel less, a little less lonely. Um, so yeah. And so, and it's okay also if you don't have necessarily anybody this summer to like spend the summer with, that's okay. Like you have yourself, um, you have yourself to make you happy and to build on your own happiness and um, peace and all of that so it's only up from anywhere you are so yes um today i wanted to talk about a little bit of a heavy uh topic and a topic that has been weighing on not only my heart but the hearts of so many around the nation um and it it is a topic that many of y'all are most likely aware of because it's everywhere and it is um in regards to the shooting that occurred at rob elementary um in texas uh this past week i believe the timeline i believe this this past week um and just the pain and the disappointment um that all of us feel for not only our lawmakers, our government, but also for those who worked at Rob Elementary, specifically um, the security and the police, um, and the fact that things happened that shouldn't have happened. Um, and so, 
yeah so i just wanted to basically allow this spoken word diary today's spoken word diary to kind of just move itself um and any feelings that you are feeling during this are 110 percent um like 110 percent justifiable and are understandable and if it is too much for you to um listen in um that is okay feel free to just click off um that is okay thank you for just being here um and just listening on in um but i will say that uh today's spoken word diary is not gonna be super super heavy it's just um going to be about a topic that is heavy and so it can be a sore um topic for a lot of people especially for those who it is affecting directly or indirectly but they are very close to those people and so yeah so I kind of just wanted to give a tribute to the kids um, that lost their lives, the kids that saw their friends, watched their friends lose their lives, um, the little girl that had to play dead in order to survive under one of her classmates, under her friend, um, who had her friend's blood all over her. Um, and in order to survive and save herself, she had to utilize her friend, um, in a way that no one can even imagine, um, to save herself and to be able to live another day to tell the story. Um, I want to give a tribute to the students who watched their teachers pass, who watched their classmates again pass, who lost their own lives, (laughs) felt the pain of a bullet going through one's body felt just the excruciating pain of just fear and not knowing um and being so 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 naive to a point that is commend like that we we kids are supposed to be naive they're supposed to be kids they're supposed to be joyful they're supposed to be curious they're supposed to be everything that as adults we are not necessarily sometimes um because we have to be serious we have to be adults but kids are supposed to be kids and i just wanted to give a tribute to the parents the community that is impact that it is impacting The mothers, the fathers, um, and I say specifically the parents, um, because the morning of the shooting, they got their kid up, kids up, they brushed their teeth, or the kids brushed their teeth themselves, they bathed possibly, they ate breakfast, got their backpacks, they kissed them goodbye, and they told them that they were going to pick them up after school. And for a lot of those parents, they never got to touch their kid again, alive. And for a lot of those parents, they couldn't imagine in a million years that they would be losing their child. And it's not fair. It's, there's nothing that can justify it. There's nothing that can justify the pain that they had, that, that, this has caused to so many people especially the parents in the community and 
my heart and my prayers just go out to every single one of those parents, every single one of those people in the community, and to the kids themselves who have passed. And I just pray that they are up, flying above in heaven. They're happy and they are peaceful and they are laid at rest knowing that even though they've been robbed, they've been robbed of their life, of joy, of happiness, of peace, of graduation, of birth, of seeing their own children grow up of kissing their mothers and their fathers, kissing their grandmothers and their grandfathers, of doing what they love, of sharing and holding space, even though they've been robbed of all of that, knowing that their life meant so much to so many people. And their life means so much right now to so many people, to strangers that they've never met in their entire lives or have never even heard of in their entire lives, but they mean so much. And to all of the kids who have lost their lives, you will be missed. And I know from working with kids and having being blessed with the opportunity to tutor kids in my own community, back when I'm in college and being blessed to see just the innocence of kids, the curiosity of kids, the take no mess side of kids, the I'm going to say what I feel and I'm going to say it right now side of kids and and the the just the 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 humor of kids and the love that kids have and the 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 friendships and the community and the comfort that kids bring just by them being there and the just them lighting up a room i have been blessed to experience that from kids and i say to all of the kids that have lost their lives and all of the kids that have seen and watched their friends lose their lives that all of you have meant and do mean so 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 much and you are loved by not only me your parents by so many people across the world who are watching the news and who are are hearing of your stories and i know all of you are so funny and loving and caring and and you you care about not only your community and your family but also the world and your friends and so many different things and you you love to play games you love to play sports you love to play dress up you love to wear pigtails you love to play video games you love to you have a favorite t-shirt you have a favorite hair tie you have favorite shoes you have a favorite pair of shoes you you, you hate the smell of garlic, you hate onions, you hate tomatoes, you hate vegetables because you're a kid and you are so, like, I can't even explain, you are so, so valuable and your life and who you are is so, so valuable and I'm just, I feel so, so sorry that 
we continuously have to continue to to see these things happen and be surprised by it hearing the facts of what this case what has happened what has occurred within this shooting it mind boggles me the fact that an 18 year old boy can buy a firearm at 18 years old yet we are not allowed to drink here in the united states until the age of 21 yet you are able to buy a firearm a gun legally to inflict violence against other people at the age of 18. It mind boggles me. This young man who carried out this tragedy posted on social media the firearms that he purchased, posted somewhat of a threat, because it is a threat, to the kids. I don't know specifically if they were the kids at Rob Elementary, but two kids telling them to watch out on social media before he carried out this tragedy. He was texting a girl for weeks about his plans. And when he did what he did, he admitted and said that he was going to do it. Yet no one did anything. And it's mind boggling to me how with on all of these signs, we still allowed this to happen. We still allow, I think they said that this is the 30, 30th, I want to say, school shooting in the United States, I want to say. It shouldn't happen. What happened at Parkland? What happened at, I forget the name, um, starts with an S, Sandy Hook. What continues to happen, that's why we had March for Our Lives. That's why kids and students and high schoolers were marching for not only for their for their own lives, but for the lives of their classmates that literally have been, like, that have been just, just strangled from them. Our school system is meant to educate as it claims it's meant to number one educate that's what it claims it's also meant to bring a sense of community through friendship through by learning and becoming someone within those within those walls it it, it contributes to who you will become who you will be and who you are in that moment, in and in those moments, and to go to school and to lose your life or to see your friends lose their lives due to gun violence and due to a lack of gun control that should not be a conversation, should not be a question, should not be a hashtag, but should be a necessary thing and precaution should be in law so that innocent kids, innocent people don't die, don't lose their lives, are not slaughtered in their own school walls. Another shooting occurred in Texas a few days, I want to say, before 
um, the school shooting at a supermarket, specifically targeting black people. My question is just when does it end? When does it end? Our lawmakers fight tooth and nail to be in the seats that they are in. Yet when they are in those seats, they do squat. They do nothing. Problems that have been problems for years are still problems today. Systemic racism, immigration reform, school violence, gun violence, the school to prison pipeline, classism, discrimination, a lack of equal and just education is still a problem for so many people that and these have been problems for years it mind boggles me and it continues to mind boggle me that we sit silent we sit silent our lawmakers sit silent and a lot of us as people who live in the united states we sit silent for one for one reason or another reason and for a lot of us a lot of us some of us a lot of us are not willing necessarily to be in the forefront of a lot of protests and a lot of conversations against fighting against a lot of these problems a lot of the problems that i mentioned and that's okay. Some of us are just not, that's not where we find our comfortability and that's okay. I will say that I'm not even sure if that's where I find my comfortability. But it's not enough to just sit. We have to have conversations. We have to continue to hold space for those conversations and welcome people. Not just to talk and have those conversations, but to actually hear each other. And to welcome people into those spaces so that we can all collectively have a conversation that is going to be, and that is going to contribute positively to the work that needs to be done ultimately in order to reform all of these systems that have been so broken and so screwed up for years that our lawmakers are not that our lawmakers are not fixing that actually have the power to do so but refuse so why are you there someone i was watching on the news literally was talking about school shooting and and, and everything that's occurred and, and mentioned the fact that lawmakers hold these seats and literally asked the question why are you here why are you here if you are not willing to do anything if you are not willing to save lives if you are not willing to better as you as 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 as, as it is love as the government and and lawmakers love to say like make a better america as donald trump loves to say make america great again if you're not willing to contribute to the reform of so many of these systems that y'all have put in place that white supremacy and white privilege and all of these white systems have put in place and continue to use literally white out to literally white out all of these problems. Literally, imagine a whiteout pen and literally within all these problems written out, just widening it out. That's literally how it feels. That is what it is. Not literally, 
But in a figurative way, it is literally shaping itself in the way as we see today in all of our systems. We're just puzzle pieces. We're just moving pieces on a game board. It just, in mind boggles me. And so I just, I can't explain the amount of just sadness that I feel for the community of Rob Elementary and the students that had to experience that, experience seeing their classmates die. Like they will never, ever, ever be able to forget that. That will stay with them for the rest of their lives. It will traumatize them for the rest of their lives. And these kids are no more than, what, 9, 9, 10, 11. These are kids. How can we let kids, kids that have literally just been born nine years ago, die? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And what I can say is that I am just so sorry to all of those people that I've mentioned previously, to the kids, to the parents, to the community, to the school, to, like, I... I just have no words and I just I would love to be optimistic about the future and the work that we can be doing and the work but I'm I'm not optimistic whatsoever. I wouldn't be surprised, God forbid, but I wouldn't be surprised if this happened again and again and again. Because it continues to do so. Without, without our voices being raised, without us raising our own voices, because they're not going to raise our voices for us. We have to open our mouths. Closed mouths don't get fed. So if we want change, if we want to see change, we can't just repost things on Instagram. We can't just repost things on social media, even though that is contributing. Yes, that is contributing to sharing the information and, and to getting it out there. But we, we have to do more than that. We have to share how we feel. We have to share our like we have to share our, our opinions to the extent of like how we can change these things, the facts and understanding that, yes, this is wrong, and we know this is wrong, and we continue to know that it's wrong, okay, we can keep saying it's wrong over and over again until we're blown in the face, but what are we actually going to do in order to start moving this forward through voting, through petitions, through so many different things? It's just, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling how gun control is still a conversation. And after this point, I wouldn't be surprised if gun control is still a conversation after this. And by conversation, I mean that it's a debate of, oh, should we have it or should we not? It's not a debate at all. 
It's not whatsoever. There should be no debate about gun control when literally little kids are dying in their classrooms. What is the debate? There is none. But I wouldn't be I would not be surprised if there still was one even after this. It's easy for us to just be like, okay, we have to just continue to like this is a sad tragedy that happened, but we have to continue to move on and move and live life. But it's hard. For me, of course you have to continue to move on. Yes. Life doesn't stop. But that's hard. I feel it. A lot of people feel it. And I hope that all of you that are listening feel it. That that's hard. When people are literally in pain around you, other human beings, those parents, those mothers, those fathers that have literally lost their child, those mothers that have given birth to their children to have them literally snatched out of this world from them and they gave birth to them. We can't even begin, we can't even begin to imagine that pain. Yet we have to continue to move on and live life. Yes, but we continue to move on and live life in a way like, okay, oh, that's a sad tragedy that happened. Okay, well, I mean, what can we do? We're not the lawmakers. We're not the, no. What I'm saying is we can do something and we have to continue to do something. We have to continue to raise our voices and utilize our voices to invoke, to evoke change. Because if not, nothing at all, nothing will happen. And it also mind boggles me how on the other side, those that debate that gun control isn't a necessity, that gun control doesn't need to be put at the forefront. I just literally, I just ask those people why. The thought process behind those things, I mean, behind that idea, the thought process behind people who say police brutality is not an issue that it's the people who are the issue and if they simply don't resist or they stop rioting then police will not have to kill innocent black people innocent black men specifically people who say systemic racism is not really a thing it's a made up it's myth it's a myth people who say that white privilege or try to justify white privilege in a way that, oh, we can't help it. Our, the systems just simply support us in a way that benefits us more. But I'm not being benefited more than you. It's just the fact that I have more money, whatever, more class, more skill, whatever it, it may be, more than you. It's not, it's not because of my skin color, when literally it is. We find all these other ways for all these different systems, all these different issues. We find all these different ways to try to justify them. Specifically the people on the other side that I'm specifically referring to. And to them, I just ask why. Like, why? And how? Why and how? It's just, it's frustrating. And I just, overall, just wanted to talk about this on this journal, um, or on this spoken word diary entry because I, I don't know, this, this past week has been very, very hard for so many people. It's been hard for me to watch the news. I still watch it, but it's hard. Like, it's hard hearing them talk about a motive, hearing them talk about things about the 
about the guy who carried this out and the fact and knowing the fact that this could have been prevented because there are always signs there are usually always signs when it comes to things like this within school shootings when we look in within history there's usually always a sign they always either tell somebody they're gonna do it then they don't believe them they post about it how they're acting there's always usually a sign always usually a sign and in this case there were so many signs yet we still allowed this to happen i i just can't imagine like i i can't imagine what those kids are feeling what that little girl was feeling that was in the classroom the survivor um that they were able to talk to who was in that classroom when it was going on and literally had to play dead in order to save herself. Who literally watched him kill her teacher, kill her classmates. I can't even imagine. I can't. She's 11. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But within everything that I've said, I... I just really hope that the parents and the community and the school board, the school, the staff, they can find some sort of peace within all of this. Some sort of, I just hope that they, and pray that they band together as a community and just spread so much love, especially to the parents who have lost their children. I can't imagine. And... I just hope that this is a wake-up call to, I hope, <laughs> like, we've we've had so many wake-up calls. The alarm has been ringing, like, we just keep snoozing it. Like, we literally just keep hitting snooze over and over and over again. So, but I just really hope that somehow, some way, <sighs> I don't know, <laughs> somehow, some way, this never happens again and we will never allow i would love to say that i would hope that and i would pray that we would never allow an 18 year old to buy a firearm again and we would have high security at every single school and we would have security cameras Every single corner of a school, every th- but there's a lot of things that I wish I could say that are maybe not as realistic in the sense of certain things. I mean, the ones I just listed, that's pretty realistic, but there are a lot of things that I wish that could just change, just snap of a finger. And I just, I just hope that this is the last wake up call and this is the last ringing of the alarm that we hear and i just hope and i hope that we don't snooze this time but we turn it off and we get up and we respond like i really 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 hope i really hope because i don't think i can and a lot of other people 
I know can't hear that another school shooting has occurred, that more kids have died. The kids that I tutored were literally younger, I want to say, than those kids. Kindergarten, first graders. I can't imagine hearing that somebody went and shot up their school and that they were I can't I can't imagine. I can't imagine. And so I just I hope and I pray that we get up and we make a change and a good change so that this will never, ever happen again. It can't like it can't. It's not fair. It's not fair to the kids. It's not fair to the parents, but it's not fair to the kids. They didn't do anything. They're innocent kids. These are little kids who have just entered this world. Haven't even had time to make mistakes. Set goals. Be congratulated on anything. Win at something. Fail at something. Lose something. Experience life. Experience love romantically. Experience friendship in a way that's everlasting. Best friendship. Graduation. Getting their license. Their permit. Sweet 16. Having a crush on a boy or a girl. They were robbed. Like, we can't... It's not... It's not a question. It's not a question. It's a necessity. And so... I... Just want to leave with just... More of a positive note. That... Even though... All of this has occurred and it's a terrible thing that many of us can't even imagine going through and experiencing ourselves i just hope that all of you because i know i will might try my very 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 best to just keep every single one of these families in mind and just fill your heart with them and and just if you pray pray for these families and for these kids that they're sleeping peacefully but also just have gratitude in your heart for your life for your family's life, for those around you, and for the life of others, for the life of strangers. Just have gratitude for the lives of others. For yours, of course, first, but also for others. And just having gratitude that you get to wake up another day. Having gratitude that you are able to still do what you love and experience all of the things that all the joyous things that life can bring and i just um just want to leave with um i just hope that you all remember just show yourself grace 
to show others grace, to forgive yourself, to forgive others, to, again, be thankful, show gratitude, be loving to yourself and to others, um, radiate positivity and happiness for yourself and for others, and to forgive, not hold a grudge. Again, like, life is too short, and... So that was all that I had um, for this spoken word diary entry. Um, I know it was kind of heavy, um, but I just, I didn't feel that it was fair, um, respectful, um, or even like it it wouldn't make any sense to not... um, talk about what has been going on like to do due diligence to this because like there's no way for me personally but we do it all the time for me to be able to just talk about something else and um have another spoken word diary entry and completely ignore um confronting this um which is something we do a lot Because, again, it's a heavy thing and it's something that is painful and that we don't want to talk about. But it's important. And so I wanted to make sure that I really, really took the time to reflect on it myself and my own thoughts. But also um, encourage you all to just listen in and just think about um, it for yourself and to just either agree or disagree with me in any way um but just to just be here in the conversation that's what's important you can agree you can disagree like a hundred percent we're all free-minded um and i encourage all of you and i love that we are all um able to form our own opinions and our own values and all of those things um But my goal, and I hope I achieve that, was just to hold a space for a conversation of this topic um, and just to bring a tribute or give a tribute to um, these kids and students or the students who um, have lost their friends, the parents, the community, school board, all the people that have been greatly affected and indirectly affected by this and so yeah so that's all i have for today's spoken word diary entry again i know this is heavy but if you've gotten all the way through which i hope and i hope that you have um i hope that you'll all have an amazing amazing day night evening um morning if it's morning time for you um and i just hope that you all y'all all remember to show yourselves love and grace and um just take care of yourselves and be loving to yourself and um all those things and self-love and yeah so um thank you all all again for listening in um and just being a part of this conversation again i know it's heavy again no um but i really just needed to talk about this so yeah so i love all of y'all so 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 much and i will catch y'all in the next spoken word diary entry um so yeah so see y'all very very soon
Bye.